This podcast is looking for good deals on great food, but sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. In 2023, Missouri was one of five states to utilize its death penalty, executing four people. Yesterday, a group of Missouri Republicans, along with the national group Conservatives Concerned About the Death Penalty, held a news conference at the state capitol to share why they want to see the practice abolished in Missouri. With me now to talk about this is State Representative Chad Perkins. He's a Republican from That's Bowling cool. Green who uh-huh. sponsored a bill to abolish the death penalty. Also, here's Elise Max. She's co-director of Missourians for Alternatives to the Death Penalty. Elise, good to have you, too. Good morning. Good morning. Well, Elise, let me start with you then. Um, yesterday, these lawmakers came together to call for an end uh, to the use of the death penalty in Missouri. What's the thinking there? This, these are Republicans making this call. We don't see that very often. We don't. And uh, and we're seeing growing support from conservative and Republican lawmakers to abolish the death penalty. There are so many reasons. Um, I mean, the the issue of fairness, the issue of cost, um, the issue of accidentally executing someone who is innocent. Um, and they all kind of come together to the issue for very different reasons. Right now, there is a lot of uh, work going on in the state house under the umbrella of pro-life and the dignity of life issues. And we heard a lot of lawmakers talk about yesterday, um, the consistency of the pro-life ethic from birth to death and how very important it is to um, really be consistent in that ethic and to reflect that if we are going to be championing ourselves as a pro-life state. Representative Perkins, are you with us now? Yeah, I'm here. How yeah, are you great. Doing? I appreciate you taking some time. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Give me a sense of wh- why you're sponsoring this legislation that's calling for uh, abolishing capital punishment in Missouri. Wh- why are you going that way? Well, there's a number of reasons, right? And and I got to be honest with you, I think that uh, it's a position that that uh, that my own personal position has changed over the last 20 years. Uh, If you'd asked me 20 years ago, I would have thought it was probably uh, probably a good thing. However, I think that uh, now at this point in time, I say to myself, we don't we don't kill people in America. We don't kill people in the state of Missouri. And that includes the government, right? The government seems to oftentimes have a monopoly on violence hmm. and uh, it's it, it there is no deterrent to crime and i feel morally and ethically convicted to to, to take this stance uh, tell me how your own thinking has changed you said that maybe 20 years ago you might have had a different position on capital punishment what's changed for you well it, that's my feeling and i think i'm not alone in that i think there is a trend within the 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 republican party that says that, right? And I think, you know, there was a time when we said, well, to be tough on crime, you have to have capital punishment. Well, there's absolutely no proof that it is a deterrent to crime. I mean, absolutely none. What does it do? I think it allows prosecutors to make plea bargain deals, right? But that that is certainly not worth uh, the moral and ethical, in my opinion, the moral and ethical sin of, 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 of condoning 
the killing of other people's lives. It's just, it, it's not right. And, and it's a position that I've, I have grown to. Mm-hmm. And, and to be frank with you, I think that the, that conservative circles have allies that are somewhat influential that are taking stands on this, uh, you know, primarily the Catholic Church being one of them, right? Hmm. Representative Perkins, how many of your Republican colleagues in the state capitol, in the Missouri House to be specific, are on board with what you're proposing here? Do you have any idea yet? Well, I do have some idea. We've not done a whip count. What I can tell you is that it's a surprisingly uh, high percentage. I don't know that it reaches 50 percent, but I think it's north of 35 percent of the Republicans here in Jefferson City feel that way. Hmm. So that would suggest that there's enough support, at least in the Missouri House of Representatives, to pass a proposal like yours to abolish the death penalty. That's right. And of course, there are a number of things that can be done, right? Obviously, abolishing the death penalty is, would be the top of those. But there are other things we can do that if, if we can't quite get that far, because, you know, oftentimes there's an idea that seems like a good idea and maybe it's time just hasn't come around yet, right? But there are a number of things you can do that, that I think would be at least progress. And one of those would be Right now, we allow for judges to make uh, that sentence, and I have a lot of friends who are judges, and I respect them highly, but it's it's a heck of a burden for one individual to make that decision. So I think that someplace we could get to, and I think we could potentially get there this year. You're referring is, to a loophole in the law that in the case of juries that wind up being split on whether to give someone the death penalty or not, if, if a, a jury is hung, a judge can step in and order the death penalty in any particular case. I think I think it's quite possible to close that loophole this year. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. I guess one big question would be, this is an election year. How likely is it that the Republican leadership that controls so much of the legislative action in Jefferson City, in the House and in the Senate, how likely is it that Republican leadership will give you a vote on this this year? Well, I think it's a possibility. I certainly think it's actually, a, I think it's a fair possibility because, to be honest with you, uh, you know, everybody who is elected obviously wants to get reelected. But at some point in time, you have to lead also. And if that means that you you take a hit or two for that, well, that's what happens. But 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 leading on an issue is also important. What you're suggesting to me today, given the fact that you're saying roughly 35 percent of your Republican caucus might back your bill, Democrats certainly would be on board with it. I'm guessing that would be enough to pass the Missouri House. I think that's probably about right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably right. Elise, tell me about this this growing feeling, uh, this philosophy inside the Republican Party that's so closely aligned with right to life, that philosophy now extending to older folks who might be on death row. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that we... Um, accomplished a lot last year in the House when it comes to um, issues of dignity around right to life. And folks are are really looking for leadership to answer that question and to take it to the end. Um, and if, if a vote is called to the floor, at least folks are going to weigh in. Constituents want to hear um, the opinions of their elected officials. So we're really hoping that we can get it there. And Republicans that aren't all the way there, aren't ready to abolish, they're at least questioning the system. They at least say things like, we want to see it applied fairly. Mm -hmm. So 
having them weigh in on the issue of abolition is actually probably going to push us forward on voting on things that would reduce the use of the death penalty instead of expanding it in our state. And the governor is a pro uh, death penalty supporter. This is a seismic change inside the Republican Party, or how would you describe it, Elise? Um, I think we've seen this happen before. Um, in Missouri in 2015, we were pretty close to having a moratorium. Um, but there is always something in leadership. It's always a, a very kind of top end political decision that is um, calling for executions or preventing abolition from happening. I do think constituents, everyday Missourians are against the death penalty. And that is evidenced in the fact that juries are not unanimously voting for death. Hmm. So closing that loophole is essentially could be abolition by attrition in our state. So we need to be having these conversations. It's an election year. Constituents want to know where their representatives are. We'll be right back. Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network. Representative, tell me a little bit more about the bill you're sponsoring here. Are you seeking an all-out halt to the death penalty? Uh, that would be the ultimate goal, right? And that is what the bill does. Now, if we're not able to get 100% of what the bill offers, obviously we will take the wins we can get. But but I think that I think that ultimately, if we don't get the full thing across the finish line this year, I think that it does end up happening sometime in the next few years. Absolutely. What would your bill mean for the 13 people on death row in Missouri currently, Representative? Any sense of that? Well, you know, I think that... Um, I really don't. And right. And to be frank with you, obviously, none of us really do unless you've been in that position. But uh, but it would be, uh, you know, life without parole. We all agree. Look, I'm not defending what people have done. Right. We all agree that there are people who who need to be separated from the general public for, for the crimes that they've committed. But not even the government has the right to take your life. And that's where I am on. Do you know if the 13 people who are currently on death row would see would they see their death penalty sentences go away in favor of life life uh, life on parole? Yes, that, then? Uh, that is what our bill does. Our bill would would do that. Yes. What about the victims' families um, who were told that these people would be put to death for the crimes they committed, Representative? Well, obviously, you know you have sympathy for those folks, and 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 what what they experienced is traumatic and, and, and it's a tragedy, but uh, I think, you know, one, two wrongs don't make it right, you know, and I think that the government doesn't have the right to take someone's life. Yeah, Elise. Yeah, I could add to that as well. I mean, during the clemency process and the folks that have rounds of appeals left, those victims are going to be re-traumatized over and over again, hearing about probably the worst day of their life, seeing it on the news. Life without parole gives some closure to these families where then they can actually start to heal and grieve. We see a lot of victim murder family victim members that are only starting to find closure or trying to find closure after the execution. And what it means is it actually stops this cycle of trauma and violence because those being executed have families as well, and then they become victims of state violence. And then they're, you know, they don't have those same 
types of supports from prosecutors. So I think all in all, that victims would be um, finding the closure that they need. And we have some very strong victims that will speak out on this topic, too. Hmm. You know, it's not lost on me, Elise, as we're talking this morning with Representative Perkins about his efforts to abolish the death penalty in Missouri. Another lawmaker, State Senator Mike Moon, he's an Ash Grove Republican, has sponsored a measure that would actually expand the number of offenses, offenses that would be applicable to the uh, punishment by death. What do you make of that? You know, there seems to be a trend. This bill has come up in other states. It's absolutely unconstitutional to apply the death penalty for crimes that don't involve homicides. So this is kind of a, a show maybe to have a conversation about being tough on crime. And but that's what Representative Moon would do. He would expand it to crimes correct, that don't involve it would homicides. be statutory rape um, and other crimes. And so, you know, we know a lot of folks that commit violent crimes are victims of child sexual abuse and and rape and all of these things. So executing folks isn't the answer to deterring people from committing these crimes. We need to look at that cost and invest it in supports up front instead of in punitive punishments. Representative Perkins, what do you make of Senator Moon's uh, proposal here? Well, you know, I respect the senator and he's got a right to his opinion, right? I do think oftentimes, uh, uh, politics play a factor in Jefferson City, and sometimes we do things that we think gets us good good press in, in our respective uh, areas. But I also think that sometimes you have to lead, and leading might mean that sometimes you you take uh, you get a little criticism for your opinion. But but I do think that that we are on the right side of history by doing this. Uh, Elise, are, are we seeing other states around the country taking another look at capital punishment and uh, particularly through efforts being led by Republican state lawmakers? Oh, definitely. Um, we are uh, looking at Ohio as a model. Ohio's governor has um, taken a close look at what's going on with the death penalty system there. They haven't had any executions and um, they haven't abolished it on the books. But, um, you know, they're they're asking the right questions and they're preventing executions from happening. Virginia was the first southern state to abolish a couple years ago. Um, and they're kind of doing what Missouri is doing. They're not put, they weren't putting new people on death row. They had executed almost everyone that was on the row. Um, and then lawmakers said, well, I guess we don't really need this. This isn't something that jurors are voting to do. So, yes, this is in order to uh, get rid of it on the books by law. We are going to need conservative and Republican support based on our state. Uh, Representative Perkins, do you have any sense of where Governor Parson stands on your bill? I mean, again, my understanding is, is he's a capital punishment supporter. If you go to the effort to get this bill passed through the House and Senate, uh, might you face a veto here and, and an inability to override that veto? Yeah, I, I think that that's, op, op, that's a possibility. I think that's a possibility. I don't know that the governor would override a veto if we close the loophole. I think that's something that we could get across the line. I think we could get that, we could get that signed. What we do know is in the next uh, 11 months, we're going to have a new governor in the state of Missouri. So, mm -hmm. you know, what we don't get accomplished this year, we're obviously willing to, to take another shot at it next year. And, and, uh, and ultimately the, the time will come. At least we were talking about this uh, judge loophole that allows judges to impose the death penalty in the cases of 
hung juries. Do do other states allow that same kind of thing to happen? You know, only um, Indiana and Missouri are currently allowing for judges to do this. And in Indiana, when it happens, the judges are kind of prescribed um, a method of looking at that hung jury and adding it to the mitigators and weighing their decision. But in Missouri, there is no prescription. It is the judge making the decision in closed chambers based on what they heard during the trial. And so it's it's very political when it happens. So if Representative Perkins can't get his abolish uh, abolition of the death penalty passed this year, this might be a smaller step that could be taken this year if you want to take a bite of bite of the apple in that direction. That is exactly right. We call it abolition by attrition. We're just trying to reduce the use of it and and the number of folks that are getting put on the row. So it's a huge way to take a bite out of the apple. We've had great Republican support in the House. We have a strong Senate Republican sponsor this year. Year, and we've been working on it. It takes about five years to pass a law in Missouri. That's how long we've been working on it. So we are hopeful that we'll push it across. I should point out that Missouri inmate Amber McLaughlin, the first openly transgender person executed in the United States, died last year after a judge imposed a death penalty after a jury deadlocked on the, on the punishment. How often does that happen in Missouri? It happens quite a bit. We've only had one unanimous jury for death in the past nine years. Um, so it often gets kicked to the judge. Of the 13 people on the road, 10 are eligible for execution, and two of them were sentenced by a judge. So it is certainly significant. And in in recent years, it seems to be the only way people are getting put on the row. Let's go to some calls here. Let's go to Stan. Stan, you're on up to date. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I was talking to the producer. I told her in um, before I retired years ago, I was a chaplain on death row hmm. at a penitentiary in Mississippi. And there were two things that I wanted to comment. One is the death sentence is implicitly a political thing. And uh, the activity around death sentences always increase around election times. Uh, DAs pushing for it, warrants being asked for to do the death sentence, et cetera. So that, to have a judge who is an elected judge involved in making a decision like that just needs to change. The second thing is when I was doing chaplaincy work on death row, I discovered, and this was years and years ago, I don't know if it's still true today, but I discovered that overwhelmingly in the in the region of 85 to 95% of people on death row in this country had court-appointed attorneys. Hmm. And as the warden of Parchman Penitentiary in Mississippi told me one day, uh, the Hired killers and professional killers never get the death sentence because they always have good attorneys and they always get life sentences usually hmm. or, or some sort of sentence with opportunity for parole. Stan, I'm going to have to hold it right there. I'm running out of time here, but I want to thank State Representative Chad Perkins, again, a Republican from Bowling Green, for giving us his time today. He He's sponsoring a bill to abolish the death penalty. We're also joined by Elise Max, co-director of Missourians for Alternatives to the Death Penalty. Thank you both very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I want to thank Elise for her leadership on this issue. You bet. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Elizabeth Erb. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. 
Thanks for listening. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive.